0: Welcome back to all the new you maniacs to the spinner rack here at the Marvel new universe comics podcast, the voice of the new universe. We're your hosts, Andy with justice number 15 and Stephen with the case of the people versus justice number 15. The new universe was launched in 1986 as an imprint for Marvel comics dedicated to a more grounded and less fantastic approach to comics and world building. The idea was the world outside your window with real-time progress and more realistic technology, physics, biology. After the first year, some books were canceled, although we may be seeing their characters in other places, and there have been some changes in direction in the remaining books. This week, we are focusing solely on what we expected to be a key issue of justice. Now, Ordinarily with our podcast, you can follow along with us each week as we go through each comic in the order they hit the spinner rack or just check out individual comics. If you already have a favorite, we still have a season three trivia challenge that has gone live on our website, kickersinc.com. And you can check us out on Twitter at Kickers Inc. for um, news about upcoming uh, shows or just,
1: you know, you need more reasons to check your phone. I
0: wonder what's up in the new universe these days.
1: I have at least one new universe bit of information per day. Right? (laughs) That's that's what you gotta do. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so this week I'll be covering Justice. Uh, Tenson is a fish out of water, possibly an exiled alien policeman, possibly just a crazy person. But definitely fighting drug-dealing street punks and dark wizards from his home dimension, maybe. Uh, he wields the sword and shield of justice as he brings his black and white fight against evil to our morally gray world or does he <laughs> what perhaps everything we know is wrong right? we don't um, oh no <laughs> the solicitation for justice justice 15 was the truth of justice's origin is revealed and the consequences of that knowledge is a real killer written by mark gruenwald
0: and illustrated by lee weeks so Big changes are doing. I was 100% sure Mark Grunewald did not have anything to do with this. Yeah, same. We were wrong. We were wrong. So this week, I will be presenting an airtight brief outlining the pros and cons of this approach to the story of justice and the entire new universe. My (laughs) legal filings will be taking place in the Court of Human Rights uh, in The Hague.
1: Jeez. Uh, that escalated quickly,
0: <laughs> and we'll also be discussing, I guess, universe news, um, some news. I don't know news from the universe. Probably some uh,
1: more peaks at Star Brand. That seems to be the big push, but we get that next episode, so we'll we'll talk about that at the end. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, let's let's get to it. Justice number fifteen. Uh, Cover kind of makes it look like a big deal. So you got New Universe, the title Justice, and then right underneath it, everything you know is wrong. Uh the title It's a weird
0: subtitle. Yeah. We don't right.
1: they just slapped it on in Microsoft Paint or something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there was
1: go ahead. But yeah, the, the title on the cover is Nightmares End. So um, and the cover is kind of interesting. So it's split. Uh, down the middle, they got a blue side and a red side. Uh, Justice is in the foreground, kind of colored normally, but half of him looks like Justice, and half of him is just a guy in a white suit, more like Trace, nightclub worker, uh, who we'd seen before. Um, yeah, I, I'm,
0: I'll, oh, I'll th- also throw out that I think it's uh, similar to Don Johnson's Miami Vice look
1: right that's so a good like, point like yeah, so visually white jacket white pants uh suit sleeves rolled up oh right is, right yeah you know, that's that don johnson 80s thing and then like a t-shirt underneath so um and like the spiky top and the mullet ponytail kind of thing's gone too so a little little variation um, but yeah there's some interesting I mean don't want to bel- labor the cover too long but it's kind of interesting like on the left in blue there's like demons from the winterlands like malachite is on there some other scary looking guy with teeth I don't remember uh someone with a Dracula cape that which I believe is supposed to be Damon Conquest
0: uh, some <laughs> Count nefaria makes another appearance yeah night
1: mask is on there too uh right. kind of hidden in the background a little bit and on the right there's like some goons and maybe Dad and Becky Chambers with some bullet holes in her and maybe some dead wolves. So something's going on.
0: Uh, we so one of the characters on the far right, a we see in this story, but the guy behind Becky and to the left of the guy in the story, I I don't remember him at all. Yeah, yeah.
1: So. My, my only guess is is maybe like the regular.
0: Tattooed character guy. Oh, right, right,
1: right. But she doesn't show up in the book, which made me suspicious.
0: So we've got, uh, yeah, a red side and a blue side. The red pill and blue pill, I guess. Yeah,
1: but before then.
0: Way way too far before then, yeah. Way too far. Um, Opening up the book,
1: I was wondering if I could just toss the title, page, narration to you because you always do such a nice job when Justice, the logo, is on there. Knowledge
0: is power, and the power that I have is that of justice. But now I, who am judge, jury, and executioner, find myself a silent witness to something incomprehensible. I see a man, a good but frightened man, facing Dad, Daedalus Darkwill... What? <laughs> the enemy of spring. The enemy of life. I see him being driven toward a dimensional portal by Darkwell's unholy son, Damon Conquest. Well, we knew that one already. Right. <laughs> I see a man who is me, but can't be. I see a threat to my knowledge and ultimately to my power, and I am afraid.
1: <laughs> right. So, yeah, I mean, just... Tenson gives us the description of the big splash page in the beginning. Basically, yeah, he's standing in a room with Damon behind him. the The man looks like the other half of of Tenson Justice from the cover, uh, and he's like looking through a portal at Dad. Um, I don't know. Dad, now like, that we know his name is dark Darkwill. I'm not sure that I like that better than Dad.
0: <laughs> I I was like hoping it was like Daedalus. Arthur Darkwill, D A D. Oh, that was even better. Oh, come on, man. Yeah, <laughs> I think uh, yeah. So he's on we like a uh, through a portal. You see uh, him on that like throne of bones with uh, some hounds around him. Um, so yeah, yeah, that, that... yeah, definitely
1: the the Winterlands nightmarish, scary version of him, not the old guy in the hot tub that we got. In the Most previous.
0: interesting man in the world. I kept uh, calling him. <laughs> Uh, so
1: yeah, so the, the the vision
0: continues from
1: there, um, and Damon has uh, the man that looks like Justice at gunpoint. and says, "I'm afraid you haven't any choice, Johnny." So he's calling him Johnny. Step through to the far side, and then Johnny makes a stupid joke. He says, "Is that <laughs> who's behind this, Gary Larson?" And that was like the famous comic strip, the far side, not quite as good as Calvin and Hobbes, but pretty good.
0: In the 80s, it was still a pretty contemporary reference. So yeah,
1: totally. yeah, it was the thing you'd look forward to. Um, and so Johnny jumps through the portal, says, well, why not? I can't wait to see what this drug induced trip you've sent me on tosses me next. So maybe he thinks he's hallucinating the portal. Uh, maybe he is hallucinating the portal. Uh, and Damon says, enjoy your jokes now, Johnny. You'll be a demon hound shortly. And demon hounds aren't noted for their sense of humor.
0: This is true. They'd never made any fun quips. <laughs> you, want, you want some more justice here? Sure. <laughs> Why does this all seem familiar? Is it because I've had this dream before? Or because it's actually happened? But I must learn.
1: Ooh. <laughs> Uh, So, yeah, like Johnny is then face to face with dad. Um, Johnny seems to be more of a jokester, definitely not a similar personality to Tencent Justice. Um, And it looks like he's going to give him some sort of mind control. So like a red line kind of zaps out of dad's forehead towards Johnny, who looks a lot like Justice. Um, And... You know, so he's kind of screaming at the vision, you know, run, I scream, protect yourself, you fool, this is no dream. Uh, and then Johnny throws up the shield, right? So, Justice's shield to block that weird mind control thing, and then kind of punches his way out of there, or running out. And so he says, um, Dad's like, stop him, he can't possibly resist me. My power is supreme in this realm. Stop him, or there's no justice left in this land. Is he throwing puns out there at us? justice puns and so like johnny runs out into like the cold wintry landscape we don't get to see too much of what it looks like it's like this land's a dream it has to be some drug-induced hallucination they shot me up with something planted all this through some hypnotic process but why would they give me that power that came out of my hand what was it uh the justice is kind of narrating like a response to Johnny to raise the shield of power in your right hand, you wield a sword of justice. Your heart's pounding, your breath comes hard. I know, so does mine. (laughs) Uh, So he shakes out of the dream as Johnny's running away uh, and Justice wakes up in the back of a cab, Uh, disappointingly not Arnie's cab, just a regular guy asking for 1780, which it seems like a lot. but Justice has parked himself and has gone to the dream clinic. Right? So the Ballad dream clinic. So we get some night mask. Um, so we get a receptionist in the beginning. Uh, I don't think we've seen before. So
0: didn't ring a bell. Yeah. We um, did not see Lita. That's our course. Yeah.
1: No Dr. Ballad. He's not there. No Lita. Uh, if if it's not that far after all well, the voodoo nonsense in Nightmask, it almost kind of makes sense for Dr. Ballad to be taking a little while to recoup. Or maybe just called in that day. We don't know. Um, but yeah, Keith <laughs> Remsen is there, Nightmask, and his little sister, Teddy, who uh, helps him, sasses him, and pulls him out of the dreams when they start getting too steamy or dangerous. <laughs> and uh, what's interesting is is night mask met tense sort of so there's that cool issue where night mask was in the dream of a goon who was terrified of justice and so that's kind of where he met this relentless dream version of him so that's what he says um said he's like wow Keith never never ever see anything like him and Keith whispers back like here's the creepy thing I have <laughs> it's like where is like in another patient's
0: dream um so now, yeah, that's they, number eight, according to my quick check.
1: Right on. Yeah. Where was the editor uh, putting that in there? That's, that totally should have been in the comic. Uh, that's a good one as far as that goes. Uh, but yeah, so they kind of introduce and like are quickly uh, ready to go into the examination room to to evaluate Tenson's dreams.
0: Uh, are, are you it, ready for our team up? I mean, uh, investigation?
1: <laughs> I like a good team up. Um, so, Tencent kind of notices the boy has a positive aura, but also sort of strange, like he has a power. So, he can kind of recognize that apparently. Um, they ask him, uh, Teddy, they ask him who he is, and he's really blunt. He's just, I am Tenson, a justice warrior from another dimension, battling a great evil here on Earth.
0: Okay. <laughs> he yeah, he's, I see.
1: He's... And, and Teddy gives a beam me up, Scotty. <laughs>
0: He's usually a little smoother than that. He's been on Earth for a while here. Yeah.
1: So they're trying to decide whether he's an exiled alien policeman or possibly just a crazy person.
0: Um, Pete is the final word on on which of those you b- buckets you fall into.
1: He's like, you know, so he needs help with the getting rid of or understanding a dream. It's like a single dream constantly recurring about a man who is myself. And who isn't? He's like, oddly, I've had no dreams during my first year in your world, but now this one has slowly worked its way into me. So no dreams, a little clue there, perhaps. Uh says, I suspect it may be the work of my enemies. It must be stopped. Um, and so he's all for it. He basically just lays down uh in their their setting here. It's just two side-by-side loungers, and he just you know stiff as a board, lays down <laughs> and goes to sleep. He's got a uh, night masks or
0: Keith's powers. Hey, that was my power. Come on. <laughs> I thought I was special.
1: <laughs> so so Teddy tries to kind of talk him out of it. Like, this is a weird situation. Dr. Bell is not here. Like, what are we doing? And Keith's confident. He's like, ah, don't sweat it. With all the dreams I've entered. And with you anchoring me and with all my training, there's nothing night mask can't handle. <laughs> <laughs> Can't possibly be foreshadowing, which is the, perfect timing for like the ad on the other page, and then so you get to turn the page to see the next thing. Right, right, yeah. The
0: popping up the uh, the actual title of the story there is is very effective.
1: Yeah, which is rude awakening. <laughs> and then we finally get the the credits. So plot by Mark Gruenwald. Uh, so he's seems to be kind of taking over the direction of the new universe if not
0: necessarily like the editing kind of thing um uh, yeah to a degree I think, I think he yeah he's sort of an architect of of you know the larger picture is is the um role I was sort of getting out of some of the interviews they start posting around this time um was that we'll the last
1: original guy that's working
0: on it too right everybody else is, wasn't there at the inception of it it's true but uh everyone always says like oh it was great when peter david took over justice and so that's what i was expecting was a full peter david only uh, credit but yeah interesting that he's um uh, just says script and gruenwald gets plot
1: so. yep. And then both pencils and inks by Lee Weeks. So that's the squad. Um, yeah. So as, as we turn the page to the title, we've got you know most of a full page art. Nightmask pops into just a ruined landscape. There's like a destroyed building, a bunch of corpses around, maybe even a dead naked baby. I'm noticing now. <laughs> to the left of Nightmask's head. <laughs> oh, wow. What the heck? <laughs> dead babies. See, there's got to be some sort of child endangerment in every issue that's uh, been going on week after week here <laughs> in the new universe. Um, sadly, though, there's like a, a couple of dead Justice Bros, as I've named them, like other Justice Warriors with holes in them that uh, we found out before they're weak to revolvers. Um,
0: <laughs> well, most sorry. people are, right? I mean...
1: yeah um yeah so he's popped into presumably the dream world of ensign but he's not there it's like you know usually i find the dreamer almost immediately so he kind of starts flying off kind of screaming and shouting for him um
0: we cut to that's a very safe thing to do
1: hey guys
0: (laughs) uh it looks like you're in the middle of a war zone and like you're probably not on the winning side given how
1: yeah and and as the reader i'm kind of presuming that is the destroyed springlands right so there's a bunch of dead civilians and ruined castle and justice warriors are all killed and
0: uh, that says that's my interpretation as well
1: right uh so we, we cut to what dadalus is doing Daedalus dad quill
0: i feel like we should just go back over every episode now and like insert Daedalus.
1: I was oh. Daedalus, but I'm calling him Daedalus. I like
0: that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and so he's getting a report from a Malachite. is this like, creepy-looking general of the war uh, against the Springlands who we had seen before. He's got like, a weird lack of nose, scrunchy face. Uh, he looks creepy. It's, it's a good design, uh, saying, like, you know, the spring has been defeated. Slain by the power we stole from Tenson the vanished justice warrior. <laughs> you get Becky in the back now, upgraded to two guns. So she's two gun Becky, uh, and she's blast. I'm in the mood to kill someone. <laughs> which is funny. She's like she's disappointed that
0: everybody's dead. Um, there are a few like funny um, uh, thought balloons in this. Uh, this issue i'll I'll point out a couple more later but that's a good one it's like for some you don't see inside anyone else's head but becky's and she's just like i'm really in the mood to kill someone
1: yeah and so you know reminder becky chase was basically like the first friend sort of that justice ran into you know he lands on the planet earth starts killing drug dealers it eventually leads to like conquest dynamics and then after being arrested by Becky they, he sort of escapes and they team up meet together to kind of take down Damon Conquest but along the way she got captured by dad as dad sort of defeated justice and then she eventually got turned she was sort of confused at first but then seemed to be turned full on evil mode at some point so now she just thinks about killing all the time
0: yeah, she uh she had started uh with a very pure aura and Tencent try like sh- mingled or auras with her or something.
1: Um yeah, it was like a rare golden aura, just like oh, his okay. last girlfriend,
0: the queen Quint- he was cheating on. <laughs> but once she disappeared uh with dad and his, his henchmen, um there was like a couple of stages of becoming twisted either through their magic or they're faking her out or something and seems surprisingly un- unredeemable at this point so
1: yeah she's gone full baddie um so you know malachi gives the report all dead except for 20 concubines <laughs> uh, and then they have the queen who looks all ragged and uh Damon conquest, getting all rapey uh Talking about how great she looks and all what things he has in mind and how he wants to meet with her. Like, <laughs> well, yeah great uh, to further yeah.
0: our line. They had sort of, they'd mentioned this in a previous issue, maybe nine, no, ten.
1: Yeah, um, I, I'm not sure about the number, but yeah.
0: <laughs> um, so that no, I'll say eleven. Um, so we we it almost feels like this is a like an issue or two back though where the um webstraw one of justice's friends had broken out and come to him to try to help him and he had informed justice of all the that spring had fallen to a um initiative from the uh winterlands and so it looked like yeah the queen was captured and the spring was fallen uh already so
1: Right. And importantly, Justice, even though like back in action, didn't have the ability to make it back there. So he couldn't just teleport back or find his way back to to take the fight up. So he was kind of biding his time on Earth, hoping to track down some of the guys. And that didn't quite lead up to anything until this issue, I guess. Yes, yes. But yeah, so yeah. Yeah. Malachite volunteers to take out the last Justice Warrior, so he wants to go kill Tenson.
0: I'm a killer, not a lover, my lord.
1: (laughs) I like that inversion. (laughs) Uh, Malachite, uh, care not for concubines.
0: I like you more and more, Malachite. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Damon, why can't you be more like Malachite? Yeah.
1: but yeah, the, the Daedalus basically says it, it'd be more fun if he lets Becky kill him uh, because, uh, you know, someone who knows Tencent better than anyone, one who can kill him, but he himself cannot kill her. Mm. Hmm. And so they argue a little bit, but, you know, Becky loads up her second gun and she's she's ready to go. Um, and Daedalus Darkwill. Uh, uses the same looking kind of like ketchup coming out of the forehead, a psychic something or other power uh, which ends up sending Becky uh, or presumably teleporting into our world. Uh, so yeah, her last line is I don't need luck, my lord, just a few good weapons. Uh, so Again, notably she has two guns uh, and the head of Tencent. So she teleports interestingly like right into the dream clinic where sensen and keith are sleeping and all that's sitting there is uh nightmasks sister teddy in her wheelchair being awfully surprised um so yeah she teleports in there she's got her gun she's like uh do 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 uh, Teddy's, where did you come from? It's like, ah, it doesn't matter. What matters is where you'll go if you get in my way. She's like, get away from him. It's like, I will, after I blow his brains out. So she basically just puts her gun right to uh, Justice's forehead. Um, but Teddy's no slouch, right? She saved the day last time with her upper body strength, uh, rescuing, or kind of being the catalyst to rescue everybody in the end of Nightmask. Uh, here she just nails Becky with a lamp and makes her miss her shot um but that's kind of about all she's got so um, uh, yeah she's
0: she just has the one lamp for some reason the,
1: yeah it's not the other one's on the other end table and it's kind of far away uh, actually there is another amp, lamp on the end table
0: mm-hmm. uh, now are you gonna stop me gonna use your magic lamp again what <laughs>
1: No. matter of fact <laughs> just let me roll over here quick and <laughs> bam uh, so Becky's full-on bad. She's like, you, you little idiot. You think you can push me around and I'll go easy on you because you're a gimp? Oh, jeez. It's like, I had no quarrel with you, but now you're history. Um, so she turns her guns around on Teddy, the 14-year-old girl in the wheelchair. Um, but Justice woke up from the gunfire. He says, Becky, Becky, I love you. It's a little soap opery, but what he's actually doing is throwing his shield up in between Becky and uh, Teddy and bullets bounce off the shield. So Becky opens fire, but basically puts a couple holes in herself in the process. A little pock pock chapang. <laughs> Um So she's on the ground, still with her guns, kind of bloodied. Kill you, must kill you. Um, but it's not looking too good. So we'll had
0: some ex girlfriends like that, I'm sure. But um... right. <laughs> oh no
1: it was a sprite can for me but that's a different (laughs) time for a different story (laughs) i didn't hit her with a lamp at least Uh, okay (laughs) Uh, but justice grabs her two guns he says no becky it's over it's all over so basically she's really hurt uh he embraces her down on the ground says i love you more than i've ever loved anyone more than i thought possible He's like let me go you. He's like yes, you're right. I'd give my soul to undo what was done to you but I can't. And so to end your pain, I'm to end your pain my love, I must let you go. Now. Oh, he snaps her neck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was this.
0: Oh my goodness. So the justice kill count uh meter comes up again.
1: Yeah. yeah we didn't think when we made that idea it was going to be turned around on uh Becky Chambers maybe Hoyt Pittman could have had it coming but he ended up being a nice guy before he died but
0: oof oof yeah this is uh i mean <laughs> I, I i you know even reading through this it's like the the surprise of Becky not being turned back or something um, right full-on killed is like never even sort of came up in the discussion so there we go
1: yeah it did I mean. not uh so he lays her down and it's just him and teddy in her wheelchair you know back there looking traumatized um and keith hasn't woken up uh, and she's like that's impossible he should wake up when you do um and so it's sort of a clue, though. Then obviously Keith was not in Justice's dream, right? Because he wouldn't—he's not dreaming; I mean, he's awake. This um, he is my enemies know I—I'm here. I must leave before I endanger you further. Um, he's like, "You got—you got us into this. Help! Help me get him out of the dream." He's like, "How can you be inside my dream? I'm obviously awake now." That <laughs> is crying, which makes total sense. She's like, "I don't know.
0: I don't know. Going I don't on. know Uh, I'm justice why am I asking a teenage girl what's going on
1: (laughs) Nightmask doesn't know either he cut to him he's like I don't know what's going on here at least I finally found a place with no bodies all over but I still haven't found in. so he's kind of in a darker landscape he's like maybe he's in that tower over here which probably isn't the evil Winterlands tower or anything Hmm. we know these things but he doesn't but he hops into the window and, and quickly runs into uh he, what he calls uh bargain basement team wolves uh like so four of the hounds which look a little bit more werewolfy uh, than they had in the past with this artist it made me think of werewolf Solution Ballad oh
0: yeah yeah uh um, oh, yeah they're the early model wolf hound uh they call him I think they called him demon hounds in this a couple of times, but yeah. you know.
1: They're wearing pants. Unlike that dead baby. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, so yeah. he's in trouble, like surrounded by four of the hounds, which were pretty tough. Like justice can take him out, but he's really badass compared to everybody else. Um, we cut back to the dream clinic where Teddy's trying like, to trying to shake him out of the dream, trying to wake him up. Um and Justice is like, you know, you know, I can go back to sleep, find Keith, pull him out somehow, but you have to stay near me and wake me immediately if you're attacked. She's like, no problem. He's like, uh, will there be any more gun-toting women? It's like, no, no more like her. Like, oh, that's a relief. They'll
0: be worse. <laughs> <laughs> he's not wrong. <laughs> that's our laconic Justice back again.
1: Right. <laughs> um, so yeah, so but this is a little tricky, right? Because we established that Nightmask was not in Justice's dream. So if he goes to Dreamland, if Justice goes to sleep, like what the, what's the guarantee that they're actually going to meet up? Um,
0: and so instead, uh, do I want more Justice uh, narration?
1: Sure, sure. Uh, yeah, because so instead we get. Um, Back to Johnny, the guy who looks like justice and has powers like justice, but makes jokes and talks and looks like Don Johnson.
0: I will myself back to sleep and dream once more of the man who is me and not me. And this time I go further back than ever before. I see an office. This is kind of a boring job, Johnny has. I don't. (laughs) It's hot. His air conditioning is broken. And. My, his clothes stick to me, him, and I, we face a man named Hanley. This is a lot like the contemporary, like, you know, everyone has their pronouns in their, uh, right. whatever. It's like that
1: combined with those, like, black and white detective movies. Like, it's a hot <laughs> day when
0: the dame walked
1: in. She looked like she was troubled, but I was going to take her case anyway. Come on, Johnny,
0: you got to take this case. Hanley. Hanley p- put puss- passes over a dossier on conquest dynamics. He says that conquest is suspected to be big into narcotics transportation, <laughs> that he wants it broke it open. He says, You're the man to do it, Johnny. You get the best narc we've got in the whole Justice Department. I know the term narc. Narcotics cop. <laughs> Johnny looks at a photo of Daedalus Darkwell, the brains behind Conquest Dynamics. It's Darkwell, all right, but he looks different. He looks... real. Now. Mm. <laughs> I'm talking re- deep undercover, Johnny, says Hanley. Work your way in through Darkwell's sun, Damon Conquest. Penetrate their perimeter and flush them out. Well, Johnny? Yes. Interested? Just try and stop me, says Johnny. I knew it, says Hanley. I knew if I could count on one guy, it's Johnny Tenson. Tenson? You know,
1: before he was just Johnny, now
0: he's Johnny Tenson. I, I was really hoping it was like Johnny Dimes. You want to think of me, think of 10 cents. Johnny, that's uh, Johnny Dime. Drop a dime on him. You know, <laughs> okay. uh,
1: that might be lamer.
0: <laughs> oh come on johnny ten cents that's my name that sounds more like a snitch though right I don't that's know. true the, the, that's a guy cop. who gives you the the lowdown on the street and sometimes you got to rough them
1: up a little bit to get the good information but... okay so the so next panel is back to dad daedalus dad daddington the dad um <laughs> And, and he's like, uh, Tenson is alive. I'm ser- certain of it. Otherwise, Becky would have sent her beacon to indicate missions end by now. And so I'm thinking, uh, send a woman, that's what you get.
0: <laughs> that was my other favorite uh, mental <laughs> note. I, I can't even tell who's thinking that. Maybe Malachite? Yeah. I'm thinking that's dad. <laughs> yeah. That'll <Anyway>. also work. <laughs>
1: And it's just like, oh, I hate to admit it, but you might be right. <laughs> um, but they, they get interrupted by an intruder. So the hounds bring in uh <laughs> night mask, basically all like, ho- like literally hogtied. Like he's hanging there. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and he says, Don't mind me, just hanging out. <laughs> uh, he's like, Remove his mask. Hmm, I don't recognize him. <laughs> <laughs> he has neither winter nor spring. His night mask is, Gee, thanks. And who are you, a weatherman? he doesn't know what's going on he has no idea about any of this winter springlands war stuff and he's thinking I'm like i don't see tension anywhere either this is nuts maybe i wander into steven spielberg's dreams by mistake um uh, malachite's shall i have the hounds rend him my lord <laughs> like no rending's too good for him the allies of spring must be annihilated um so dad uses like a justice kind of sword beam looking thing and vaporizes Nightmask. This is the end of our poor hero Nightmask. What?
0: First you cancel his book, then you vaporize him. It's not even. Ah, <laughs> yeah, it was like two months later. You
1: die in a dream. You die in real life, right? That's what I was
0: always told by <laughs> Nightmask. Um. So he sends Malachite.
1: To finish the job and take out Tencent. Um, but the next panel, Keith is still just lying there. Um, and uh, Teddy's trying to wake up justice and she until they both kind of get up and turn. And Keith, who had just been lying there sleeping, um glows and disappears, right? So
0: body, it's, it's disappearing.
1: Something happened. Um, and Tencent's, I think you'd better disappear too. Uh, so he just pushes her and rolls her out of the room. Um, wheelchair problems, I guess. Uh, he's like, I can't just go. He's like, You can and will. Keith is beyond help now, but the others here aren't. Evacuate the building. Evacuate the city if you can. I'll get rolling. He's like, okay. And those big things are coming. Um, so he, he rolls her out of the room, closes the door on her. He uh, says, I'm expecting company. And in fact, portal opens with Malachite sending in the hounds. So one two three four five different hounds with different colored pants. I wonder if that's how they cu- tell them apart. Orange when- corduroy, go. Blue jeans, go. Khakis, go.
0: You know the colored pants are yeah they help identify them, but they have names. It's Leonardo, Donatello. I don't know. Raphael. Nice.
1: <laughs> so portal's open malachite is maybe still inside or just coming out uh t- justice is thinking the portal hangs open as the hounds pour through a tempting target um and justice is like you know uh, if malachite says we've come for you justice is wrong as always malachite you haven't come for me i've come for you <laughs> so it's a cool <laughs> move where he like Sticks his shield on the top of some of the hounds' head and uses it as like a jumping platform, uh, and launches himself over the hounds into the portal, kind of does a nice little flip, and then is face to face with dad in the evil Winterlands building.
0: It's, uh, I mean, it's a really cool move by Justice, honestly. He's like, he didn't know I could use my shields as stepping stones, neither did I, yeah. But- <laughs> But it's also kind of uh, a little weird because Malachite is on one side of the portal, and I didn't think he'd come into the room. But then Justice flips over him, and now he's looking at the portal of the room, and Malachite's in in is in the room.
1: Yeah, I think on the last page, like in the two images, you can see him. Like the, in the one, he's sort of... clearly still out, like hasn't jumped onto Earth yet. But I think in the second, next one, he he's like, OK, just, yeah, you can kind of see like he's come through, uh, but he left it open. So And Justice has been waiting to try and get there just before to save Becky. But now just to seal the deal with Daedalus,
0: you know, uh, just just for kicks. I don't know. I, I had plans. They all fell through. Girlfriend <laughs> dumped me. I don't know. Artie was busy. <laughs> Need to rediscover myself. I don't know.
1: <laughs> oh. but uh you know to get to dad you got to get through Damon conquest first so uh the third guy who was excited to try and finish off Tenson even though it has not worked so far so maybe you want to second guess that um it's like this is destiny's plan all along shame becky failed did you kill her uh justice is thinking every time he mentions her name it's like spitting in the face of god she was perfect and they corrupted her and they'll pay um, well the justice you generally acts dispassionately um, but this would be the kind of thing that would set him off um, and I guess he's not really worried about them harnessing his dark energy anymore at this point either so it's already done for um, so they kind of shoot some lasers at each other uh conquest ends up on on the ground and they get in that kind of like two-sided battle which just seems like a dragon ball z kind of thing almost where like one guy's shooting a beam into the other guy's beam and they're kind of struggling for which one's stronger holding each other back um yeah, right. uh justin says you don't understand bravery or words conquest or beauty or perfection you don't understand how much i liked my girlfriend <laughs> It's like all you understand is death. So it's time to give you what you understand. So there's some great lines in this comic. Uh, he's like, with your sword arm pinned, how? <laughs> foreshadowing, man. Don't say that kind of stuff. Um, so Justice swaps hands, which we had been led to believe is difficult, like in that one issue where he lost one hand, it was bitten off by a snake. Um, and his powers were kind of weakened with the sword. Um, but he had practice. So so he switches his sword to shield, blocks the blast, and then hits him with a left. And rather than vaporizing Damon Conquest, instead it kind of punches a hole through the center of him. So mm, unpleasant. Says this is not something I do easily or painlessly, but I do it with finality. Uh, so death of Becky Chambers, death of Damon Conquest, things be moving. Uh, death hey, of hey, Remsen. You know?
0: ah! <laughs> It's too much. It's too much. On page 19 here, folks. <laughs> right.
1: Uh, it's, Dadalus it's kind of, is oh. kind of in shock a little bit. He's like, Get up, Damon. Don't be weak, boy. <laughs> he's like trying to encourage this kid who's not really his kid. He's like, Attack him while he's off guard. Though he's like sitting there smoking with a hole in him. Uh, so he's clearly not getting up. Damon, <laughs> he's gone, Dark Will, but don't worry. You'll be with him in a moment. <laughs> um, but no. Uh, so Deadless um, previously had turned into a giant brown weird-looking monster. Um so and he does that now. Basically, he goes naked, hairy, he's got weird spikes coming out, like glowing red eyes and sharp teeth, and got to be maybe four times the size of Tencent. It's Instead like the
0: um let's see, uh <clears throat> DP7 number twelve with the overshadow. Like- yeah that big a um... some
1: overshadow vibes <laughs> and it's some an interesting reversal so like daedalus is mad that justice killed somebody he's like you you monster you killed my son you challenged my power and you have the temerity to think you'll live to see tomorrow i am dark will lord of the far side and you are a dead man um and it's actually not looking too good so uh, there's a bit of a fight uh, his energy sword wasn't very useful before, uh, and doesn't really help him too much here. Uh, Justice hides behind the shield as it's sort of getting pounded on. Uh, the monster dad uh, is just, just ranting: "I'll rip out your, I'll rip out and eat your living heart. I'll suck your marrow dry." Uh, he's angry, um, and yeah, there's. Uh, sort of a fun narration is like from another person i'd think these graphic expressions of hostility but darkwell means it literally he's like he's really going to eat my heart and suck so my bone marrow out was like perhaps it's time to die but how can that be becky's death the slaughter of spring these are not fully avenged um so but justice is hurt right he's kind of laying down on the ground he's like justice my name is justice uh, and he's thinking, but I have no power, and the scales tip in the favor of evil. How can I call myself justice? And Daedalus vaporizes him. Um, but just what? just then, on the same page, so we don't get justice. How could you kill justice in the justice title? I do you do it. That? Okay, go ahead. Maybe Artie will take over the mantle of justice. He's the only surviving character. <laughs>
0: Uh, I'll miss you, Tenson, Johnny Tenson, or whatever you were. I'll f- carry on your battle for you. I've got a cab. I stole a gun, I guess. I don't know. It just hits
1: people with the cab. Maybe <laughs> that can be kind of effective, unless they get onto like an alley or a sidewalk or go into a building.
0: Hey, Mister Villalobos, you stand up against the wall over there. I gotta go get my cab. Be right back.
1: <laughs> so- yeah, so so rather than die, though, um, in fact, Justice is teleported back onto some green grass and Nightmask is there. So uh, this was very confusing in my first read, but I think I've kind of narrowed it down to if a real person dies in the far side, right, this dream dimension, then they just get sent back to real Earth. Right, so... Uh, that's that, that's what I had figured out. As far they're as
0: expelled that. from the dream,
1: right. they're expelled from the dream. They're not actually dead, um, as far as that goes. And so we're back on planet Earth. Nightmask Keith Remsen is in his nightmask suit. So second time ever he's had that uh, on in real life, and he's kind of you know runs into Justice. It's just like, geez, you like, you are you? Like. You look hurt. You look better you get that shoulder looked at. And he's like, "Where are we?" Um, and da, 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 you know, he's kind of wondering why he still has his costume on though he's awake. And Justin's very confused, much like me the first time I read it. It's like, oh, "Wait, but wait, I recognize this place. It's Darkwill's estate in Baja. What's going on?" Uh, Keith says, "I was confused too until I realized that the whole so day- was
0: Andy, so was Stephen." Yeah
1: yes totally it's like the whole dream dimension we were in wasn't yours it was the old guy upstairs justin's like "Ah?"
0: (laughs) the old guy ken connell's old guy
1: (laughs) damn it we killed him uh and Justin's like there's no dream dimension like the far side is no dream it's the world i come from um and nightmare says, ever hear the fire sign theater record? Everything you know is wrong. I have something to show you. Come on.
0: Um, so, did did you listen to the fire sign theater? I did not, I should have, but I didn't. It is on YouTube. Um, it's mildly amusing, it's from 1974, so it's a little dated for yeah. Keith to know. Um, sure in the eighties you would you would hear people talk about fire sign as just sort of a comedy record about um like a conspiracy theorist and he's sort of making all kinds of outlandish um, inferences into um events and uh yeah, but that's his like catchphrase or something everything you know is wrong
1: mm. that sounds like twenty twenty three just add YouTube to that That's, and you got yourselves a modern there. Um, but yeah, very so they go, they go inside the building to a man, dad looking guy in his underpants laying on top of the sheets in the bed. Like, who does that?
0: Um, maybe
1: he doesn't have air like no
0: dignity to this at all. I don't know. Yeah.
1: And like, so he's there sleeping, knocked out. Tidy whiteys. I mean, yeah, come oh, on. yeah. it's rocking. It. Well, I guess you got your own mansion, you sleep however you want. Um, but there's like the portal from before is kind of hovering above him as he sleeps. And the guy's like, Dad, like your father is doing this? It's like, no, <laughs> no, not that the name's confusing. I don't know what the writers were thinking, just or Nightmask. Uh, and so Keith has apparently figured it out. It's like whoever he is, he's the one who dreamt up the whole far side dimension. And you know, this is Tencent's real life. It's like that's not possible. The far side must be real. I've gone there, I've met people, I've seen things that that happen there that affect people here and Keith he has look tense and i'm not sure all the details yet but the bottom line is this guy has what everyone wants the power to make his fantasies reality i'm a little jealous actually he makes my power to enter dreams look like spitting in the ocean um And Tencent's like, so how do you know it's not my mind having the dreams? Like, don't look at me like that. It's the only answer. I entered the far side through your mind. That means it has no objective existence outside of the minds of the people having the dream. It's like, I can, and, you know, Justice isn't feeling it. like, I, I call rubbish.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I call rubbish on this.
1: <laughs> he's like, are you saying I'm a figment of his imagination? He says, and Keith says, not necessarily, but you were sure altered by his fantasies somehow. He transported me, made my costume real. Who knows what else he could do? And uh, so, yeah, this is, this is sort of a lot to unpack here. So we have Justice dreaming about... Johnny Tenson, which we're presuming is justice, right? For the first time entering the Far Lands, right? Uh, which is the powers, the dream world of dad, who is not an evil alien from another dimension, but a dude who sleeps in his tidy whities and has the power to create this dream world. So the, the whole winter spring thing, Maybe just a dream of this guy, but he also has some like reality altering powers too. So the lines are a little blurred here as to like, what's going on? You know, is is only all the things that happened in the Winterlands a dream? And then all the things that happened in New York City and LA was real, right?
0: But altered? Yeah, I mean...
1: I guess I have a couple more panels left, but...
0: Yeah, okay. Yeah.
1: No wow. yeah. Is... So Tencent's like, Yeah, Tencent's thing, yeah, Of course. Uh he uh, says, okay, so if the far side is indeed a dream, then I have the power to destroy Darkwill merely by killing the dreamer. Right? So this of course mustn't be harsh, and when he wakes, I might disappear. And those he destroyed, like Becky, go unavenged. So he doesn't know if he if he kills. Dark will, and he is a dream then he might just vanish
0: he's right? uh, ah. trying to talk him out of it hold the phone yeah. Tencent murder is a little harsh don't you think why don't we just wake him up right
1: uh, he's like you're right I mustn't be harsh I must be just and he doesn't vaporize him but just vaporizes his head <laughs> So basically just points the sword bye bye
0: you're right yeah
1: Keith's like, no. He's like, there's a sudden rush of air as if filling a vacuum. The dream portal closes, and I, I'm still alive. How about that? You were right, Keith. You should feel proud. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, Justice, as soon as Darkwill dies, turns into Johnny Tenson with the same white suit that he apparently wears every day uh, or was wearing when he went into the, the, the dreamland portal, as far as things go. Uh, and Keith night mask loses the night mask outfit. So those things were figments of the dream or like parts of that special dream power. Um, so then they disappear once dad dies and he's like, you should feel proud. He's like, Oh, Keith is like, that's what you say. I feel sick. You call yourself a justice what do you mean, A mean justice. I call myself justice, not a justice, <laughs> not a justice, just justice. It's like, no, I am not a justice. But then again, who am
0: I? down, 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 down.
1: The end. <laughs> ah, ah. <laughs> Twenty Is malachite still hanging out, like tearing up the <laughs> dream clinic, or did he disappear?
0: <laughs> Twenty-four pages. Yeah, they they squeezed an extra couple in here. You can feel there's fewer uh, ads. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, Malachi, it's a good question. Is he stuck uh, terrorizing Teddy? I don't know. Yeah. Um,
1: So, yeah. So, so Tenson was dreaming about his past life as Johnny Tenson. But then he dreamt and remembered that he went into this dream world. Damon Conquest kind of forced him into it. They were going to brainwash Johnny Tenson and turn him into a hound. But he saved himself with the justice powers.
0: Right, but so he, he, had, he hadn't. It was his first time that right. like they'd appeared. He didn't well. know
1: he had them. Right, so that presumably then turns Johnny Tenson into Justice. So he hangs out in this dream world long enough to become Justice. Right, right, and then when we get Justice issue one is when he was assassinated. Right, so if you die in the dream world, right, the far side, then you get teleported back to our world, but with, you know, know, the trappings, right? So the outfit and the same sort of feeling. So when he got assassinated, which we found out in the early issues, he was mysteriously teleported to our world. And that was kind of explained as maybe a white event problem.
0: but I guess yeah, they had tried to use this power at the same time as the white event happened. And so yeah. they, like something happened and it crossed right. over, but I guess
1: since he was a real man trapped in the fantasy world of dad, then he got put back. Right. But his memories were screwy and, you know, he was dressed like justice and thought he was a justice warrior, but apparently that was all just dad's fantasy.
0: An interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of uh splitting some hairs here. You it also reminds me of the, the initial fight with Damon Conquest in his tower. When Justices, every time they hit
1: each other, they get teleported back and forth.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's that's where things became really complicated. I'm not sure we ever had a better explanation for this. So that this is um sort of going in and out of dad's dream world is Yeah, okay. Actually, maybe that's reasonable. Yeah, Um, I
1: think that, like, changing that fight doesn't make quite as much sense to me as like the origin kind of works based on the the rules they've kind of laid out here of how this dad's powers work. Um,
0: But, yeah, you've got, instead of a flat-out other dimension, you have this sort of self-contained dream world that this... uh, I guess dad has his own power to do, to create that. Um, And so people would go into that and be changed and maybe come back out into the world because there was like tattoo and the hounds would come and like, you know, be visible in that, you know, the, the holding cell where like he was talking to Becky the first time or something, these things that, you know, appear and attack. So that was the thing. It was always like, people question justice a lot less because he, all of these weird things would happen around him. So they would project out into the real world. Right. But yeah, that's like,
1: if he was trying to turn, like we had learned before that the hounds were men that got like kind of twisted into the hounds. Like, so were they all like real people from earth?
0: We don't know. What we had originally questioned and, um, yeah, I, I that's what I'm guessing. Game, guessing from this, so. yeah,
1: I'm assuming Becky was a real person, and but I don't know about Damon, because if he was a real person, not just like a a dream imagined person, then since he was killed in the dream, he should be warped back to Earth. So maybe
0: right. he's still around. We also didn't find out why Dad and Damon have two different last names. If they're, he does refer to them as his son a couple of times. So we're back to that, right? I think
1: that's always been kind of mixed up. Where like they call he called his your son dad, or... but then he said he wasn't his real son a couple of times.
0: So yeah, the um. So you're Damon Darkwell? No, no, Damon Conquest. No, no, I struck out on my own. I very uh, independent now yeah i
1: um if we never see damon again and, and i feel like it's open that we could like it'd be like you're the one who got me into this mess in the first place you're the last one of this thing that's alive you know one more one more vengeance trip um but if we never see him again then he probably was an imaginary creation of dad right likewise if like if there's some burly dude in the dream clinic right now that had got like kind of mind warp into Malachite <laughs> right.
0: like, what's I, I I don't know it's really difficult with Damon because I mean you also have um Johnny Tenson being uh, you know sent on this case where they describe it's Damon Con- Damon Conquest, Conquest dynamics like all this is set up before you know we assume um they were this actual crime lord family yeah before any like weird powers or something started or or, well possibly i don't know
1: yeah and if it's anything like night mask where like kind of like what he was doing when the white event happened kind of influenced the powers you know you've got this crime lord sleeping there in his underpants and just dreaming about like ruling the world like he really wishes he could rule past his drug empire and then like you know dreaming about controlling everything and then all of a sudden he can so
0: yeah what is that? Um... it would
1: kind of make sense a little bit too Is like why like things you know we don't see them or like the dream or the winterland stuff all the time it just kind of comes and goes every once in a while so presumably he doesn't sleep forever
0: yeah you you were asking evil. whether he's like in a coma where he just sleeps sometimes and yeah so if it becomes more real at various times than others that is part of the sort of ebb and flow we've seen in the book yeah um
1: i would say the outfit change is a downgrade <laughs> i like the justice warrior outfit even though it totally doesn't look Real life, it looks like a zany outfit from another dimension, uh, compared to like the simple white hair and the uh, white suit kind of a combo.
0: Yeah, he's um, he just looks pretty... like a guy. Yeah, I don't know. Megan and Condi had white hair too, so I'm not sure what's uh, whether they think that's like fashionable. Was Dolph Lundgren doing that already? Maybe yeah, Lundgren was blonde though, so. Oh my goodness. Um so much to unpack here.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it took me about three reads and then like, okay, I think I get it now. Because all the like you know, I think it really lost me when they sat down for Nightmask to go into his dream, but then they didn't. (laughs) And then we were flipping between like flashback justice dream and the Winterlands, like far side dimension. So
0: yeah, we've got two major dreams of justice, dreams slash memories. And then we've got the ballad clinic and the far side and Baja. We splash between the clinic and the far side a few times, and then we pop out into Baja real world at the end. Mm. Uh, and yeah, it's um it's a bit much to keep track of. Um never Saw and Endel- Andalana again. Right. She's I'm assuming it was a safe bet that she
1: was not real.
0: I I'm guessing, yeah. But
1: uh like if you're gonna create your dream world, you create you know the good guys and the bad guys, the winterlands and the springlands, and like all those basic characters, you know, are all you know figments, is what I'm thinking. And then mm-hmm. maybe you're Trying to tip the balance by bringing in people, you know, to kind of bolster your army. Like, drug goons all of a sudden become dangerous hounds, and, you know, he's, like, expanded his influence. We had that lawyer character, and Tattoo, like, who knows? uh, Yeah,
0: Tattoo and Danielle, the lawyer. Real people also drawn into the dream, I would guess, yeah. I don't know if Tattoo is in fact
1: a paranormal, or... Good you know, question, yeah. Or if we'll ever see him again. Good questions.
0: Um, Yeah. I was trying to figure out how to draw a parallel between Dad and G.R.R. Martin, but uh, mm. just sitting there dreaming of this fantastic world, and everyone gets drawn into it, and then they start complaining that you haven't published your last book in 10 years. And... <laughs> I was actually also because of that like the the timelines a little off from like the conquest of spring we saw a few issues ago that um it might be an interesting like time loop where you've got like spring and winter always kind of fl- you know ebb and flow back and forth mm. Um, where that's whether that's in his head or like a real fantasy world. But um yeah, like, oh no, spring has fallen, winter reigns supreme, and then like shortly afterwards, spring starts coming back, you know I mean, yeah, it's yeah. the way of the world and... anyway. Um, let me also point out that there's the the back cover to this issue is a uh, big ad for the Forgotten Realms box set, ironically. <laughs> I'll call it ironically, I don't know. Mm forgotten comic about a realm
1: <laughs> about Ed Greenwood realm have been retconned out of existence
0: yes is uh, Ed Greenwood in his Baja mansion Um, let me see hmm. I also I would say so this is so one of the part of the difficulty for me is we just had that great um, Giffen run in the late uh, like 9 through 11. Which really like excited like the my interest in the far side. And so this would have worked almost better in like somewhere between 6 and 8 kind of. Right. Where you've got like, it's always been a little sketchy and you can kind of, you know, weasel your way through because you're not as invested in it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. That's,
1: I think another out could have been, you know, bringing up the same idea, right? Like, so there really isn't another dimension or, you know, you didn't, or you didn't really come from another dimension. You know, you're a man uh, with these powers from the white event, but like it doesn't have to wrap up so neatly either. Right. So it doesn't have to be, okay, everybody's dead, clean slate, you know, everybody's been murdered and the whole dimension is gone like you know you could we could have sort of figured out what was going on but then you know he's still out there right he can still steal people into his dimension and corrupt them he can still send out like dream people like malachite who have these like fantastic powers or like that weird demon guy that broke up the drug party uh
0: right right that that's just i mean yeah it's all yeah, It ties back to him, but you don't have to wrap it all up immediately now that you've explained it. And in fact, you didn't realize there was a mystery. So if you started sort of planting these clues, you could stretch that out over a few issues. Um, certainly before you sort of explain this and then yeah, keep him around as in some way as uh, a danger, the big bad. Well, I mean, he's not. And from another dimension, but he's still throwing monsters at us all the time, so that's not a 100% improvement, honestly. But
1: Right. Um, and, and I should probably have some faith in the writers, but I'm a little worried that we lose the stark black and white I don't care about you, I'm just going to vaporize you because you're bad, Justice, and replace him with Johnny Jokester. You know? Talking about Gary Larson and that kind of stuff, but I mean, hopefully, like this experience and the personality shift from the far side stuff will, will kind of imprint, right? So he's not just like a a goofy, but dedicated narcotics cop.
0: Yeah, because um, I really
1: like the original Justice's personality. I guess is what I'm saying.
0: There, yeah, I think we'll we'll have you know he'll kind of ride be be keeping his his basic personality i i don't know i could be off but um mm, you really throw the baby out with the bathwater if you got rid of his uh attitude to everything which is kind of part is his his charm i guess uh by the way i wanted to throw in here just uh, um like a good time like warren ellis i remember when he did a um uh, the new universal um, recreation series or something. He mentioned that he thought it was funny that the new universe had such a, a batch of similar names. Remsen, Swenson, and Tenson. Oh, right. <laughs> Never picked catch. up on that. Yeah, yeah. So, Johnny Tenson. Oh. I uh, For some reason, that was a theme i don't know yeah. probably coincidental probably um let me see let's give a grade well now let me let's i will i will start in with a little bit more of like various things that were this reminded me of or that i wanted to have a quick uh shout out to one uh frank miller's ronin that was like a good uh, example of a thing where at the you have sort of a fantasy like, um, oh, you're a spirit from a samurai, you know, historical fantasy something, and it's sort of no, that's not actually what happened at all. This is completely a, a made up uh, thing that you're uh, experiencing. It's an old TV show that you watched when you were a kid, and uh, hmm. oh, okay, possibly just a crazy person. Possibly a crazy person. Um, Angel Heart was a movie in the late '80s with Mickey mm-hmm. Rourke and uh, Lisa Bonet. Never watched. No. Um, kind of a mystery slash horror. Um, this guy's kind of tracking down a killer or you no, know, a missing person, but people keep ending up dead around him. And it's one of these things where it's like the story at when you get to the end, you sort of starts you see. It back over again, but from a different angle, and it's much uh, different. Right. Um, Final Fantasy X. What All was right. Titus, Titus? Like if Justice had been a figment of Damon's or Dad's dream or something like that, you know, would right. that have been more satisfying or less? I'm not sure. <laughs> probably less it
1: worked in final fantasy 10 i will never call him t though which just seems wrong and even though the creator said that's the way you pronounce it <laughs> okay
0: water uh, tides Titus sounds better uh, yeah yeah <laughs> i didn't have an ear for english i don't know what can i tell you mm-hmm. um i think there was a movie called the hidden which was like a um this like alien uh has come to earth and is chasing another alien and what they do is they're like take over people's bodies i forget if you're alive or dead they'll like hmm. take over a dead body or something and uh like one one of them takes over a fbi agent that maybe has died and is chasing this other evil one but uh, it's like the symbiotes in deep space 9 you know it's like an actual thing that so it's like, instead of being, you know, a person from another place, you're just this sort of thing from another place that takes over a person. And so you sort of have to keep going with um, whatever. Johnny, Johnny Tenson gets taken over by justice, whatever that was. I don't right, know. Right, right. <laughs> Mm. um total recall of course came out a couple years later and that, that's a classic for like you get halfway through the story and like a guy just shows up out of nowhere and it's like you realize this is all a dream that you're you know having a heart attack and we've got to get you out of this right <laughs> what is a dream
1: <laughs> the terrible um. arnold <laughs> Need more depth
0: get to the chopper uh, yeah it doesn't work in total oh, sorry a classic maybe in comics is the swamp thing uh, the anatomy lesson issue 20 something okay. where um you 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 have uh, Alan Moore takes over the title and the first thing that happens is um, swamp thing gets captured and is kind of dissected by a scientist who keeps like talking is like his journal as he's investigating what swamp thing is is like whatever they've been telling us up till now is actually doesn't even make sense. And it's completely implausible. So what, what's really going on There's like a classic bit of that. Mm-hmm. Um, much later, Mulholland drive was also a good case of like a movie where things appear one way. And then late in the movie, there's a, there's a twist and you're like, things seem much much different than the story you were presented in the beginning awesome. um, and uh let's see of course the Matrix um yeah you know, sort of inside or outside a story and uh, no I think I'll I'll throw a last uh, one uh Mr Miracle the Grant Morrison seven soldiers version where he was kind of uh fighting his way through sort of Reality kind of revising itself a lot, and um, dark side being, um, some you know, all always sort of you know, controlling things. Um, yeah, that's maybe a good one. A, Yeah, the the since the uh cool, coolest version of Far Side seemed a lot like Apocalypse versus New Genesis, then you know, again, kind of. I don't know. You get a hint of something that uh, might have been if you'd have constructed it a little bit more um, from the ground up, I guess. I don't know. Just this kind of had a fun aspect of just kind of going along and then throwing in things to kind of build the mythos up. So... Yeah, surprisingly well, given that there was no steady creative team. Yeah. I mean... It's part of the charm of comics, maybe, that you can sort of randomly go through people and they'll each, like, add a little bit of something that's cool. And, you know, in the end, you got a pretty, pretty solid uh, story out of it. Magic. Keep the good, throw out the junk. Well, anyway, that's that's my uh, long digression on the various... uh, Things this reminded me of or could have uh, taken from, I don't know. Any more thoughts from you?
1: I I bow to your pop culture knowledge and superiority. (laughs) It's like, okay, I watched that movie when it came out and don't remember any of it. I read that book once and don't remember any of it. And then the rest of them, I don't know.
0: (laughs) Why we work well together as a team. But anyways.
1: I know football. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe there will be a special uh, NFL issue of justice down the line. <laughs> that skill set will come in handy.
0: <laughs> Anything's possible. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I'm, I,
1: they did it well, honestly. Like I, coming into it, I thought it was just going to be kind of a wipe. Like, all right, nope, none of that happened. And then he kind of wakes up and he's somebody else. Um, but instead, they managed to kind of like change the status quo. Into like, you know, yeah, the far side never really existed. It was it was a manifestation of a dream power kind of thing. Um, but they still wrapped it up kind of, right? So he still had a fight. He still killed Damon. Like the the, the storyline with Becky got a wrap up. I was really worried that that would just be like, zoop. All right. Never heard from her again. Um, so I think they did a nice job kind of actually giving it a finish, even if it wasn't the finish we were expecting. And threw Nightmask into the mix too, which is kind of cool. But also, um, you know, I guess Gruenwald is kind of the continuity guy, right? Like he's always been kind of known for like kind of liking to dig deep and having things make sense and not just kind of winging it. Um, Right, right. It seems like he did a good job with that and creating something that's kind of plausible. It's not like he just woke up in a sweat and like, Oh, that was a weird dream. Uh, time to go to work. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it actually kind of gave it a nice finish to the far side saga, even if it wasn't really what we were expecting.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, our intro text to Justice was always like written with the knowledge that something like this was going to happen eventually, but um in the book itself hadn't really opened that discussion until now and i was also worried about how this was going to be presented um and generally pretty happy with like um pleased with the result it's um it's well thought out um kind of thought-provoking but it doesn't sort of make you feel like an idiot for having read the book for, for a year, you know?
1: Yeah, it's like if you went to a restaurant and you put in your order and they came back and gave you something completely different, but it was still good and you ate it.
0: <laughs> like,
1: that's not really what I wanted, but I'm happy. Yeah. It tasted good.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: but That's um, my feeling.
0: That's good. Should, yeah, but we got a grade for that. Hard to grade,
1: hard to grade, because I I think what I would do is just divorce myself from my feeling that I didn't want a continuity change, and I stand by that. I liked, I I would have liked a complete direction and no fill-ins, but I would have liked it to continue as Justice has another dimension and all that kind of stuff. Um, I mean, I'm I'm willing to change my mind if the rest of the story is way better or something, but yeah i'll always miss that uh so you know divorcing that and just thinking of just like the pure comic and enjoyment of it i was thinking b plus
0: yeah i yeah i really struggle with it as well um it's
1: confusing as all heck so i'm kind of giving it a free pass on that too just by the fact that i had to read it three times to make sense of it which is not good
0: the whole generation in the '80s, they're like scratching their head. Up, well, I guess I'll just dump this book. I don't need this anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, where am I at this? I was somewhere BB plus. It was like well done, even if I'm frustrated with some some aspect of that. Um, but yeah, it kind of. Um, I think we'll get a little bit more even in the next issue, so um, I'll throw it, I'll put it down as a B and sort of see where the like the where they fill things in with the the new direction next next time. I guess. Yeah, certainly another like. Okay,
1: what's going to happen next issue? No clue, but I'm interested.
0: Yeah, I think I said that like at the end of season one, I had no idea where justice is going from issue to issue. It just keeps surprising me. Mm. Um, but yeah, there's this and, uh, events coming up in star brand are like the two things that like, I, I, you know, I couldn't forget completely, um, of the new universe. So there's always like, okay, this happens at some point in justice. So it was always hanging out there. Mm. Um, but I just, uh, as you say, was worried it would be more trite. Um, and I don't really have a memory, specific memory of it, um, and it was not. So, generally happy with it. Cool. Uh, Should we so- give a
1: little bit of uh, universe news?
0: <laughs> well, certainly we do have to tell people that uh, the uh, the slogan contest has been won. Right.
1: The slogan contest has been fantastic for us And reading all those old slogans and trashing them and then kind of spinning them into our own slogans.
0: <laughs> so, You're a universe, idiot. Yes. Don't throw away the
1: duck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the winner was Ernest Pasqua of Hilo, Hawaii. The official slogan of the new universe is B- the, <laughs> Nuke me with the new, which was in the last round
0: nuke me with the new which had been
1: spoiled by the facebook fan page for me but
0: i had never forgotten that nuke me with the new was the i i don't know why it's a uh it's not the best slogan you've ever heard but i'll stay with you growing up that
1: was what you like the slang for microwaving something and like just nuke that for a couple minutes which is actually awesome slang now that i think back on it but um, that just makes me think that it's
0: microwaving it. Yeah. Um I don't know. It's I keep thinking it's like they they may have uh, enjoyed it extra because of the upcoming events that uh um we're hinted yeah, at
1: perhaps. And um so yeah, you get come uh, to
0: the new universe where anything can get nuked.
1: Yikes. I thought it was my universe. Uh. <laughs> yeah so we got a like the newspaper clipping thing that they started doing shows flying man sighted and you see like the barest hint of an image which is quite obviously like the top of uh star brand number one like Ken Connell flying in space kind of thing um
0: in Pittsburgh post Gazette there yeah right it's the uh the actual paper here and the profile is Paul
1: Ryan. Which uh, did, I forget that he did night mask number three. <laughs>
0: I he wrote that,
1: he wrote that in his freelance credits. So he, he did night mask three. So mm.
0: let me check my uh, I don't know about that.
1: Yeah. He also is, likes uh, archery, knife throwing, fencing, horseback riding, music, and weightlifting. Which makes me feel like he'd be a big renaissance fair kind of guy, but I don't know. <laughs> last good movie I saw was Harry and the Hendersons, which is aggressively
0: mediocre. That was The Witches of Eastwick. Uh, it's uh, I know, a popular book at the time. That was the last good book, yeah. I have uh, Nightmask number three as being Alex Sabiuk. I don't know. It does not look Paul Ryan-ish to me, but uh, I don't mm. know. He's he's the... I don't know. I don't want to argue with Paul Ryan. He's a great artist. I don't know what to tell you. I was surprised he had only done about half of Squadron Supreme. I remembered him being involved in it and maybe doing it all, but it looks like uh, he, was, he, he did about half the issues. Right. Obviously, uh, a lot of um, also a groan-walled work. So they were a good, productive team and a couple of things at this point already.
1: Right. And I think they moved on to do Captain America together, right? Right.
0: Um, he the says future. he hates boom boxes. So I think you'll notice in most of the new universe, whenever you see someone at the boom box, there's someone who's going to get in a fight within the next page. <laughs>
1: Noted, don't carry around my (laughs) boombox. I guess the modern version of that would be those weird people who play their cell phones really loud as they're like walking down the street. Like, that is, I guess, I guess, there's a Um, red flag of humanity there if you're one of those people. Sorry if you're listening and you do that, but maybe stop.
0: You can listen to this podcast loudly while you're driving, but that's it. That's it. (laughs) Um, he does uh, say interesting the. Greatest unfilled ambition in comics field is to write, pencil, and ink a complete book on my own. Hmm. Um, I'm, I'm sorry I never got saying... to do that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that he ever did. Mm-hmm. So, Paul Ryan is no longer with us, for the record. Yeah, he passed away a few years ago. He was doing um, strip art for The Phantom, I believe, was his last... Um sort of daily thing so um, his style was very uh, consistent over the years so always very clean um, anatomically um, precise I would say um, great craftsmanship yeah. great anatomy um, yeah really uh, I mean a uh, solid uh, creator who you don't maybe take it take as much uh appreciate as much while they're still around and then you're like wait he's gone he right the best.
1: like this guy can draw all those 90s dudes put out a bunch of crap and got famous but this guy can draw
0: <laughs> yeah well if you're like me and you never got any uh um commissions from uh, actual artists um you, you're you're gonna especially kick yourself if you're like, oh probably if I had a hundred bucks five years ago, I could have gotten a uh
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, there you go. All right. We should probably wrap it up. So next week that is that is it for us this week. Next week we get back to a sort of normal schedule with the next uh things coming up are the Star Brand number eleven and CyForce number sixteen. Yeah, we're,
1: we're thinking Starbrand's going to be another big one. They've been teasing it. They've been name-dropping John Byrne like crazy. Um, so, yeah, the solicitation is the, the Starbrand. Ooh, fancy. Uh, at, last, at last, Ken Connell goes public with the Starbrand power, but the consequences are far beyond anything he ever expected. Written by and penciled by John Byrne and inked by Tom Palmer.
0: Yeah, we've gotten house ads for this. And uh, the uh, other book is, I think it would have come out a, a week l- later, but uh, we'll cover them at the same time to catch up a bit. Force number 16. You'd think that Force's troubles would end when a research lab offers to rid them of their powers. But when Force accepts that offer, that's when their trouble begins foundations is written by fabian Nicieza and penciled by ron Lim, mm. and i think that's another like um creative team that was in it for a while so
1: that's also uh, the plot of one of those x-men movies like x-men um, 3 maybe we'll rid you of your powers no really we're gonna mind control you or something I don't it's always mind control
0: ripped from the headlines of cyforce number 16 it's x-men number three uh so in the meantime you can always find us at kickers you can email us at new universe at gmail.com and uh if you're uh looking for some extra new universe content we do recommend our friends over at the facebook fan page marvel comics new universe fans This has been the voice of the new universe, and we will see you back at the Spinner Rack.
1: All right, John Byrne, don't throw away the duck.
0: Hey, it's your universe, idiot.